So thanks to social media, I saw that you showed your daughter Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I did most of it, actually. Oh. So what did she think of it? She liked it. She you know she was having a she was in a weird mood, and a couple times during the movie, she asked me to stop and like we'd go play or something. And I was just trying to instill in her the need to finish a movie once you've started said movie. <laughs> it's important. And um, so... Do you follow that rule? I feel like you don't follow I that I definitely rule. do not, but but I'm old enough now <laughs> that I can stop movies in the middle because I do know how to watch one all the way through. And I feel like with her, we need to just work on it because there's a lot of partial movie watching. And part of that is due to, like, you know, she just only has an hour before bed or whatever. But, you know, for the most part, I'd rather that we finish a movie, especially when it's one that I thought she was liking and she seemed to be liking. Um, but towards the last... Spoilers for Bill and Ted. Um, right before <laughs> they're about to give their report, she like sort of checked out and left the room, and so then we had to go up and play in her room and stuff. But I was still trying to figure out what her deal was with the movie because she was she started telling me she didn't like it, and I'm like, no, you liked it. I know you liked it, <laughs> and but she was adamant about it, and I thought we were having one of our first like movie disagreements, which is really you know saddening for me at that moment. Um, but then later she was like, oh dad, I was just kidding. I really liked it. So she totally was messing with me, hmm. but, but we didn't end up finishing it. But, um, I think she liked it. You know, I was <laughs> just looking for an opportunity to have an excuse to watch uh bogus journey yeah. sooner than later. Do you, did she, was she able to follow along with the time travel stuff? Like the, um, you know, like when they go back to give themselves the key and they're like, oh, I have to remember to do that. Did you get, I, even get to that point? I don't. Th- I think we're just that's like right at the edge of where they're going to give the report, and I, th- I think we missed that part. But I mean, yeah, there's some s- historical figure stuff that kind of I had to sort of explain to her. But I think for the most part, you know, she could just sort of follow along. And when I told her there were princesses, she you know <laughs> she got really excited about that. You don't know what it, what key information to give them. To, oh to oh yeah, I know all about that. I'm sure uh, you do. do so. How does the humor hold up? I, I know we just talked about this movie a couple weeks ago for the upcoming shout release of it, but did you does it does it hold up? Well, I haven't seen it in a long time. I I think it's I don't know. I think it's one of those movies that I'm a little too close to. Yeah, I've seen it a lot, and so it's hard for me to. I mean, so much of this stuff is part of my vernacular now that it's hard for me to even tell but i know that raven was not really getting it at points she was just like what's she would she, she's been, lately she's been doing this like what's going on with this like sort of eye rolling face thing which i don't love but she kept doing it when they were being stupid and i was like well they, you know they're just not they're less than smart characters you know we don't say stupid so do you think those do you think that stereotype of of these two guys do you, does that still exist in um like pop culture these days, like that specific type of, of character? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, there always seems to be some um, spinoff of the surfer dude type guy. Yeah, they are. I guess they are kind of like a but, surfer dude. Yeah, you don't see it as much. It, it feels know. like it's, I hadn't thought about it until you brought it up, but it feels like it's fading a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's a very like specific thing for like Southern California. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's kind of universal, but um I don't know. It's interesting. I'll have to go back and watch it again one of these days. Yeah, it was a good time. All right. So we have a little bit of follow-up. The um, Last week, we talked a little bit about this week's uh, upcom- this, this week's release of the Buster Keaton uh, shorts collection that Kino is kind of re-releasing 
the last week, Brian, you talked a little bit about that some of these titles or some of the films being collected in this new release had already been released on one of the shorts collections that Kino had put out a few years ago on Blu-ray. Um, and that it seemed like they were just kind of getting rehashed in this one and that there were going to be some new films added to it, but it was kind of unclear as to what was being, you know, is this a new set? Should people go out and buy this one if you already own the other one? And we had a listener write in uh, or leave a comment on one of our Facebook posts for the episode where they talked about that this uh, release is different in that they're using new masters from Lobster Films. And so they're not going to look the same as the previous Blu-ray release. Now, whether or not they look better is kind of um, a matter of contention at this point, as far as like the reviews go. Uh, it was unclear, just skimming through the DVD Beaver review as to whether or not this new Blu-ray looks better than that Blu-ray, just because it seemed like they weren't really comparing those two. No, I didn't. he didn't do the screenshots for it. It was unfortunate. Yeah, Um and I didn't go look to see if the Blu-ray.com review compared them, but um, it does look very... I mean, did you get the set, the th- the new set? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm still really thinking about it. Um, but you do but but after, you have the old one. I do. Well, I mean, I have the, the big set from before, before oh, which right. included the shorts. Um, but yeah, it's... I'm st- After today, I spent a little time today trying to research, and I realized I'd made a mistake, but it was one of those things where I still couldn't determine what short films from the new from the old set sorry um were actually remastered or if they're all i i couldn't it's it's a little cloudy this one so we'll have to see as the reviews start coming in from different folks um but yeah it looks like if you have that other set you might want to invest in this new one um you'll be getting new releases and these will all be new from new sources so it'll be interesting to see um a few pieces of news. Some titles have been announced. Uh, there's a new Disney Movie Club uh, on the way. It's not available for pre-order yet, but if you do the little trick where you go look on Disney Movie Rewards, you can see that there's an upcoming Blu-ray release from the Disney Movie Club for The Boatniks. Yes. Uh, are you? Have you? Do you own this movie already on DVD? Is this a movie I, that you're familiar with? I do own it on DVD and I think I have like a children's book version of it, not mm. a novelization. But um, yeah, it's it's not a great movie. It's actually kind of a slightly boring movie, but I have this weird affection for it, so I'll definitely be getting this Blu-ray after a short drought from Operation Dumbo Drop. Yeah. Well, does this mean you're going to get Operation Dumbo Drop when you buy this one? To <sighs> kind right, of... I did say that, didn't I? <laughs> uh, maybe. Oh, no, maybe. <laughs> It's easy enough. I was just. You don't to have to. I mean, there's no. No, no, but it's. I gotta buy a couple things, so I'm like, well, maybe I should just get that. It's not a bad idea. I might there, have to do it. There's no spine numbers here. No one will know if you're not <laughs> complete. Uh, only you will know that you're not complete. It's true, but it's. I set this goal for myself, and I already let myself down. I don't know. I, I may have to get it just because I. I'm running out of things to, that I want to order from the site when I have to order extra stuff. <laughs> I've kind of got everything that I want, so. Uh, well, you, you know, I do want some things on there. So if you're ever looking to buy things <laughs> from the Disney movie club, I will check in with you. You can always, uh, say, hey, Oh, Hey Ryan, do you need anything? <laughs> uh, the folks from signal one in the UK have announced a number of titles coming, uh, over the course of the next few months. So July, August and September titles have been announced from them. They've announced films like 
Sherlock Holmes in New York, Kiss of Death, Eyewitness, Between Heaven and Hell, uh, The Panic in Needle Park, Rawhide, and The Culpepper Cattle Company. These ones, um, do you own any Signal 1 releases? I feel like we've talked about them in the past. Uh, I think I might accidentally have one, you know, that I was, I wasn't aware it was them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, but I can't, Oh, eyewitness. That is great. That's a really neat movie. Um, yeah, I don't think I have, but I've been noticing all these announcements they've been making and they've really got my attention for sure. It's interesting that they are getting, you know, some of these bigger name titles, or at least I feel, it feels like rawhide is a bigger name title, but yeah, I think Kino's putting that out over here. Yeah. And Twilight Time's putting out Panic and Needle Park. But these are, I mean, these are some big catalog titles. Uh, Universal just announced that they're putting out the catalog title Patch Adams. Boy, I can't wait for that. Did you happen to read any of the comments on the Blu-ray.com posting for this news for item? Patch Adams? <laughs> no. Uh, they were not kind. Like the um, first, oh the first handful of people were just like ripping this movie apart, making fun of it. Uh, this, according to a handful of people on Blu-ray.com, this movie is not well remembered or no. like beloved. It's not. I mean, it's not a good movie. It's really not. Like con- contender for one of the worst tonal failures uh in movie history as far as i'm concerned but anyway that's crazy because i i mean i haven't seen this movie probably since it came out but i do not remember it uh the way that everyone else seems to remember this movie i thought for some reason like oh yeah it's just another one of uh robin williams you know goofy comedies and i just didn't think of it like oh this movie is terrible yeah, I think it's I think it's just like he steps way over into like sickeningly sweet, mm. you know, or his attempt at it, and I think that's w- where he most often had went wrong in his comedic career. But yeah, I guess that's what people are responding to is it's just sort of way overly sentimental. The folks at the BFI have announced a few titles. They're going to be releasing Carmen Jones, The Crying Game, and Cry of the City. Cry of the City, we talked about a couple months ago now, I think, back in April when they when uh, Kino announced that they're going to be releasing it here in the States. But um, the folks at B- the BFI just announced there. I think these are coming out in September and August. I think like one of, like Cry of the City is coming out in August and then Carmen Jones and um, The Crying Game are coming out in in September. I don't think there's a U.S. release yet for The Crying Game. Um, that one, you know, I bet that's probably like a bigger title that's kind of being, you know, uh, pursued by some of the bigger, you know, third-party studios here. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't want to say Criterion, but maybe someone like Criterion or, you know, Twilight Time or, or Kino. Yeah, it could easily fall in any one of those. Carmen Jones came out on Blu-ray a few years ago. Uh, from Fox here in the States. I'm pretty sure I have that. I think that's one of those Blu-rays that I have tucked away somewhere in my my vast uh, catalog in Miranda's closet. <laughs> Very nice. But yeah, I'm excited uh, for all of these. Like Cry of the City, you know, I've been reading more about it since we talked about it, and it sounds like a lot of fun. You know, as far as noirs can be fun. <laughs> as much as noirs can be fun. Oh, they are always fun. I, yeah. yeah, no, I, I can't remember if I've seen this one, but there's so much good noir lately. There's almost as good as much good noir as there is, quote, good horror now. I mean, there's just so much noir coming out. The, the Tarkovsky Blu-rays from Artificial Eye, 
I just got another email from Amazon letting me know that uh, one of my pre-orders has been delayed again. Uh, I think it was my pre-order for Stalker has been delayed. It's now coming out, according to Amazon UK, in September. It was, I think it was originally scheduled for June, um, but it's been pushed back. The Andre Rublev one still doesn't have a real date yet. Um, I think they pushed it back, like, you know, to the end of December. But that seems kind of just like a, I think I've mentioned this before, but it's like kind of like a placeholder date where they just have to push it back to the very end of the year and then they'll fix it later. But uh, I think right now the title that's coming out the soonest is Ivan's Childhood from uh, Artificial Eye, which was one that people were unsure of whether or not Artificial Eye would do it or if Criterion would do it in the UK, just because I think there was at one point a page on Amazon UK for Ivan's Childhood, possibly from Criterion. And so maybe there would have been competing releases from the two companies. But it looks like it's just going to be Ivan's or uh, Artificial Eye. Everything else now, Mirror, Stalker, Solaris, those are all being pushed back to, um, I guess, actually, no, wait. So Ivan's Childhood, June 27th. Nostalgia is also scheduled at this point for June 27th. Um, then The Sacrifice is coming in July. And then the rest, Solaris, Stalker, M- The Mirror, uh, those are all coming out in August and September. So, uh, I can't wait, you know, the, I'm, I'm It's looking like I'm probably going to end up ordering them all individually, or at least the ones that I want individually. Cause I have a few of them already. Like I obviously have Ivan's childhood and then I have the sacrifice that Kino released. I think they did the sacrifice right a couple of years ago. Um, I think so. And then I don't need Solaris unless that new Solaris Blu-ray looks better or different than the criterion one. I probably won't buy it. And so there's all this, there's talk of they've artificial eye has announced that there is going to be a box set collecting all of these Blu-rays. But, um, you know, if I only need a few of these, I'm not going to buy all of them, but I do want them all. Um, let's talk about some other news. So grindhouse releasing, they're going to be doing uh full cheese cat in the brain. Yeah. Are you, have you seen this one before? I think so. Another one that sounds vaguely familiar, but I might have be mistaking it for another Fulci movie. But regardless, it's it's a highly regarded Fulci movie in the genre community, so people are really excited. Um, this is going to be a deluxe three disc Blu-ray edition. Does that just mean like one DVD, one Blu-ray, and then? Uh, yeah, it does. Okay, so I'm, I'm looking at the supplements here now. So it's going to be like a Blu-ray. Um, is it also DVD now? Well, it's going to... So one of the discs is a CD with the soundtrack on yeah, it. That's something they've been doing. That's really cool. Um, and then I'm assuming that the second disc must be a DVD. And then one disc is the Blu-ray. It's always... I, I mean, I know why they do it. But it's like... It's always so misleading when they'll say like, three disc editions. But really, it's like a one-disc edition with, you know, the soundtrack and a DVD of the other one. Um, I don't know how... That is shady, and it's happening more and more, I feel like, lately. I mean, it is three discs, so they've got us there. (laughs) It's not like they're telling us, like, oh, you're getting three discs worth of all original material. (laughs) (laughs) It does look cool, though, and it is going to have a theatrical run as well, where they're going to be showing it at different uh, Alamo draft houses around. Um, it's going to be coming to Portland. 
obviously going to be playing, um, I think in LA. Let's see. Oh yeah, it's in a family in LA. Uh, there's also going to be limited edition versions of it. So there's going to be like a chilling glow in the dark slipcover, limited three thousand copies, as well as um, a mini portrait of Lucio Fulci, uh, suitable for framing. They say <laughs> <laughs> limited what, to three thousand. What is your take on like gimmicky glow in the dark limited edition covers? Mm, or just limited edition covers in general. I am kind of a sucker for them. Um, I mean, as I get older and I have more, you know, money to spend on frivolous things, uh, it doesn't seem, I mean, if this was like me 10 years ago, I would have been like, that's dumb. There's no way I'm going (laughs) to buy that. Uh, I'll just rip the DVD from Netflix and send it back. (laughs) And, and me now is like, oh, but I want it on my shelf and I, I feel like it's, you know, I'm. I'm supporting the company by, and I'm, you know, I want them to keep, you know, putting these things out. And so I'm going to spend the extra money to show them that, you know, I care about this stuff. I mean, I don't care about this in particular, but, (laughs) (laughs) but just like special editions and limited things and, you know, like stuff from Mondo or like we've talked about in the past, like plain archive or, um, obviously twilight time, you know, I'm 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 into spe- limited edition things. I understand. Uh, yeah, they uh, hook me often too. <laughs> yeah, although like I don't feel I, I mean I don't necessarily get the enjoyment once I have the thing. It just like <laughs> it ends up in a pile somewhere, and so I'm yeah. pro- I probably have you know many limited edition releases collecting dust on top of my piles of DVDs on top of my shelves. Uh, <laughs> in the living room right now that I just like, I thought, I thought we're cool. I spent the money and now it's in a pile somewhere. (laughs) I know that exact feeling really well. (laughs) Right now I'm staring at like two unopened box sets. I'm staring at, you know, like posters still rolled up, uh, books, unopened packages of field notes, uh, notebooks that I, that I also collect when I don't collect movies. Uh, I have uh, so many <laughs> collectible things staring at me, <laughs> screaming out to be used or enjoyed, and they're just, you know, suffocating in their plastic wraps. At least they have a good home. I, I think they have a good home. I do too. Um, let's see. Kino is going to be releasing lots of stuff. They're, they've announced... Um, Fritz Lang's Western Union. Very exciting. They think they just announced that the other day. Um, they're going to be doing I Wake Up Screaming and Battle of the Sexes. And then they're also going to be releasing, this is something that we've kind of known about for a while now, but it's more official and confirmed as far as release dates go. But they're going to be releasing a Blu-ray of Destiny, the um, Fritz Lang film from 1921. This one I think is coming in August on Blu-ray from them. They are going to be doing a theatrical tour of the film as well. And right now, if you have uh, a subscription to Fandor, you can go watch the new restored version there uh, from Kino. So very exciting. I can't wait to uh, set aside some time to watch this one. This is one where Flickr Alley also has a... um, a, a, a version of it available through their DVD on demand service. This is one 
that I think must have come from lobster films from uh, France, maybe. But um, it is very strange. Like they they announced this after Kino had already kind of made their announcement that they were going to be releasing the new restored version uh, on Blu-ray. But Flickr Alley for um, for their for their own reasons, I guess, decided that they also since they had the film. They, they might as well release it on DVD as well, which is kind of strange to have like these two competing releases. Um, but, you know, I guess if they have it, they may as well, you know, use it. Yeah. There is, let's see what else. Warner archive. We haven't talked about this one yet, but the unsinkable Molly Brown has been announced uh, coming to Blu-ray. Um, there is, I think it's coming in June or yeah, July. No, I want to say early June, but, I could be wrong. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. June 21st. Late June. So um, their their June lineup right now, as far as Blu-rays go, Warner Archive, they're doing Victor Victoria, which is coming out on June 7th. Um, I can't remember if we'd already talked about that one coming, but uh, also on June 7th, She Wore a Yellow Ribbon, the John Ford film, which I'm pretty sure we've talked about. And then the unsinkable Molly Brown. Um, and then... What did they just announce uh, on their Facebook page? Is there a new one today? Uh, no, I think you had it in in our notes here. Uh, they were expendable. Is that? Ah, uh, yeah, the John Ford movie. Yeah, that's cool. That's that's like a really solid movie. Like one of my favorite John Ford movies. Yeah, with Robert Montgomery and Donna, really good. Donna Reed. Um, this one I don't think has a release date yet, but um, I would imagine. You know, July seems yeah, like it that. seems like they're just lining them up. Yeah. Um, am I leaving anything off of here? Oh, you know what? There's one other thing. So, uh, several listeners have have messaged me about this and tweeted at me and whatnot. Um, there is a RoboCop documentary Kickstarter going on right now. There are 15 days left to support this thing, but. <clears throat> it has already hit its goal. So they were raising about $28,000 to produce this documentary about the creation of RoboCop, um, as well as looking at like the, the sequels and just the overall legacy and kind of the making of the, that first movie. Um, it's a fan funded documentary and uh, it's hit its goal. They've, they just tonight, I think passed their goal. They they're at 28,876 and they were looking to do 28,859. Um, they have lots of different reward levels that you can donate at. Um, it is at in kind of British pounds, but it's a, you know, it's pretty comparable to what you might spend on a Kickstarter here in the States. Uh, if you want to get DVDs of the film, I think you have to go all the way up to the 25 pound level, which I think let me see where is the first mention of DVDs. So you have to spend about $43, I think, to get the DVD. And then a little bit more, about $50 to get to the Blu-ray level. But you also get, um, you know, posters and thanks in the credits of the documentary. Um, there are lots of other levels, though, that you can spend to get different types of things like T-shirts or postcards or um you know booklets or whatever uh there are i mean i feel like there are some 
you know, documentary materials available on that Criterion DVD uh, of RoboCop. But this will be fun to see what what they put together for this documentary as far as like, you know, stuff that I've never seen just because I feel like I've, you know, I've owned this movie in so many different formats over the years. Uh, and it has such a special place in my heart that I definitely need to donate to this Kickstarter so I can get this release. Yeah, I'm down with this. I love that movie. I like the poster that they came up with too for it. Looks pretty good. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes to where everyone can go and support that one. Um, were there any other pieces of news that you wanted to talk about? No, sir. All right. So let's talk a little bit about what came out this week. The big criterion release of the week is Robert Altman's the player, uh, now available on Blu-ray from criterion, the 1992 film, uh, once a part of the criterion collection on Laserdisc, is now returned to the criterion collection, uh, on Blu-ray and DVD. Um, interestingly, this now has Janus films listed as the, um, as one of the kind of like distributor folks, uh, listed on the back of the, of the case. And this film is now available on Criterion's iTunes channel. So it seems like they've gotten more of the rights, uh, you know, distribution rights for this film than they typically do with some of these other, you know, bigger studio releases. Um, so it looks like, I don't know if this was like a Warner Brothers title at some point, but it seems like the rights have now moved over to Criterion. I wonder if Criterion and Janus might do like a theatrical tour run of this movie at some point. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. No, that's really neat. That I think it was a new line Warner Brothers okay. kind of movie if I remember the case. And then did you get a chance to see the player? Not this new Blu-ray, no. Okay. And then um I you know, for me and probably for you, the other one of the other big releases this week is that Manhunter disc. Yes indeed. Did you end up reviewing it on your site already? I did. I just put up my coverage today. Um, my wife and I watched the theatrical cut last. We finished watching it last night. Um, it's it's such a solid movie, man. And how, the, the, sorry. How did the? So I was reading. Uh, I think I was reading the Blu-ray.com review, and they were talking about how um, the theatrical cut looks better. I think than the than the director's cut. Is that yeah, is, is that how it works out? Like, is it, was the director's cut kind of cobbled together from different sources? I mean, I didn't do an A B of it or anything, but I mean, I know the one difference that that they call out on the packaging and that they do on the director's cut is they intercut it with SD footage. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, I mean, that's a little jarring, and 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 it might throw off my whole sense of how that transfer looks versus the other one, just because my context is thrown off. I definitely, I can't wait to pick this one up. I still, um, I think I have the other. Hannibal box set that they released, you know, a few years, the Hannibal Lecter collection that includes this film in it. Um, but I definitely need to own this new version from Scream Factory. Yeah. The, the, I, I watched the interviews with William Peterson and with Dante Spinati and Tom Noonan and all of them were really good. This is, this is new stuff exclusive to this disc and I, I enjoyed it. Scream Factory just put up on their, they do those Why We Love It videos on their YouTube channel. And just today they put up the Why We Love It for Manhunter. And, you know, even just watching a a couple minutes of clips from it, 
just makes me want to go back and rewatch it. Also, rewatching clips of Manhunter makes me want to go back and rewatch Hannibal, just because I loved Hannibal so much as the show. And um, I, you know, that show is so beautiful, but, all, you know, Manhunter, I think, is just so beautifully shot. I mean, like so many of his movies, um, they're just beautiful to look at, especially like the opening stuff in, you know, with the sunrise and everything. Like, so, so gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, the way he uses architecture and, you know, colored lighting and just crazy stuff, uh, he's got such style. It's it's fun, too, to see this, you know, this, this cinematic universe of the Hannibal Lecter cinematic universe kind of begin at this point, you know, watching. I watched Han- or, uh, Manhunter a couple of years ago, I think, when I was just getting into Hannibal. Like, I was like, oh, I need to go back and rewatch Silence of the Lambs. I need to rewatch you know, all of these Hannibal Lecter movies and uh, Manhunter just immediately stood out as like, wow, this is actually probably the best of all of them um, up until I think the show. I mean, I love Anthony Hopkins's portrayal of, of uh, Hannibal Lecter, but um, you know, and he, he made it his own definitely. But I think, um, I think Brian Cox is like a pretty Brian Cox is like, you know, amazing on a, on a different level. Yeah, he's a fantastic lector. I mean, he's, you can, I don't know, he's a great first lector. Yes. And I, I think Wes Anderson said, well, he talked about him in the commentary in the same breath as hiring him, as him being in that movie. So I'm pretty sure Wes is a fan of that movie and probably cast Cox off of that performance. Like, like in Rushmore? Is that what you're in talking Rushmore, about? In Rushmore, yeah, sorry. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, so let's see, what else? What else came out this week that you're excited about? Um, let's see. Well, Olive put out a bunch of stuff. They did. Uh, they did their big drop of titles uh, this week. Um, you've got a lot of different interesting stuff for me. I mean, there's Rich Kids from 1979, which is just this really sweet um, drama drama about two divorced um, teenagers and how their parents are all messed up and how they're kind of dealing with it. It's just a really sweet movie. Um, it's never been on home video, so that's exciting. And then um, French Postcards is from the writers of American Graffiti and Howard the Duck. And uh, it's just a coming-of-age coming like French students abroad for a year kind of thing. Um, but it's it's good. And they restored the soundtrack, which is really exciting for those, those of us that get really anal about soundtracks that have been rescored, um, which I do for some reason. Um, so that's cool. And then there's two, like, just sort of silly comedies in Zapped, and everybody knows Zapped, telekinetic comedy. And then, uh, the Whoopi Boys, which I'd never seen, but which has, um, oh, what's his name from Caddyshack? No, I'm blanking. Um, but it's a, you know, sort of a snobs versus slobs kind of comedy that I'd never seen that I kind of liked. I don't know. What else is, what else is on your radar for this week? Well, I mean, obviously, we just talked about the Buster Keaton shorts collection. Um, there's the uh, re-release of Mystery Science Theater 3000 Volume 2 from from uh, Shot Factory. Uh, Arrow put out the Killer Dames uh, collection, the, the two-film collection from them. That one's available in the UK and the US. Um, what are the two titles that are included in that? Let's see here. Uh, the night Evelyn came out of the grave and the Red Queen kills seven times. 
Uh, I haven't seen that one yet, but I think I gave that disc to Scott to review, so he might be reviewing it soon. Um, yeah, I picked that one up today. Uh, is that a limited edition one? Uh, I th- it's in, in as much as any of their stuff is lately, I, I think, but I'm not sure exactly. <laughs> um, there are some UK titles out this week. Let's see. I know. Where is it? Um, 88 Films put out Sewage Baby. Um, let's see. What were some of the other ones? Uh, there's some Alan Clark. Some of the Alan Clark stuff came out this week from the BFI in the UK. Um, I forget now. Did they put out that giant box set too? I think that's. I think that came out this week. Um, Journey to the Shore came out from Masters of Cinema this week, and there are a couple of like Studio Canal ones. Like they they're releasing now in the UK, The Assassin, that Hu Hu Xian film. Um, let's see. Shad Factory put out Bad Influence. Um, it's Spader and Rob Lowe I think so that sounds right yeah I remember enjoying that one I think that's about it oh you know there was that big um, Disney release of The Finest Hours that kind of recent Hollywood uh, film starring um, Chris Pine Chris Pine yeah Captain Kirk yeah how do you feel about that one uh, I didn't see it, but it's, uh, you know, it seems like a feel good, cheesy, uh, family movie that I'm sure we'll watch at some point, but, uh, you know, it is definitely not on my list of like, oh, I got to see this this week. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure what it is about that movie, but I know it's not going to be great, but it's strangely, you know, I'm strangely drawn to it. It's, <laughs> I don't know why. It's like a Coast Guard movie. Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah. It's a period Coast Guard movie, I think. If I, you know, I saw the clips or trailers for it, and it made me think there wasn't wasn't there like a Kevin Costner lifeguard movie, something similar yeah. with Aston Kutcher. Like, I just felt like very similar ground being tread in this movie. But maybe Was not. That the maybe Guardian, maybe. Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah, there, there's definitely been a few of these Coast Guard movies, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know it's its own little uh, genre, rescue genre. And Baywatch is coming. Oh man. Do you think they'll play that? They won't play that straight, though, right? That'll be like, you know. I don't know, man. These days, you just never know. Hollywood it'll be like could... tw- Twenty One Jump Street, kind of, where they'll make they'll that be making sense. fun of it. I at least I have to hope that they'll do that if they want to yeah. like succeed. I really hope you're right because it could go horribly wrong if they go. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, did the Warner War Archive release anything this week? I got a newsletter from them, but it seemed like stuff that we had already talked about. But well, I, could, I couldn't tell if any of that stuff was coming out this week. I think, I'm not sure if there was anything newer than this, but this week, Devlin, the complete series from oh, Hanna-Barbera, right. mm-hmm. I got this set and um, they they previewed it, I think, at Comic-Con? No, at WonderCon, actually. Just they showed a little clip of it. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen this show forever and it was just such a trip to watch it again. Um it's actually one of my favorite sort of less talked about Hanna-Barbera shows. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's very evil Knievel-y. Um, the Warner Archive also re-released, or like a number of things came back into print, including uh, Mission Hill, the animated series, which played on the WB back in 99 and 2000. And it's now available through the Warner Archive uh, on DVD. I don't know if this went out of print at some point, but 
Um, this was originally released back in like, you know, 2005, a long time ago. And I think it's probably kind of has a little cult following of, of folks who remember it fondly, you know, it has like Brian Pussain in it. Yeah, no, it's definitely got a cult following. It's a cool show. I, I might have to get that disc. Me too. Um, other than that, I think that that's about it as far as like what's out this week that I uh, am excited about. Yeah, I think that's it. Next week, there's some cool stuff. Uh, Arrow is putting out Bloodbath. Um, Cohen is putting out the Fellini film City of Women. Um, obviously, the big Criterion release next week is the uh, Road Trilogy, Vim Vendor's Road Trilogy from Criterion. That box set is amazing. And uh, if anyone out there is a fan of Vendor's, uh, you should have this box set pre-ordered because it is I think it's fantastic. So uh, wait, wait, would you put that in your top 10 of releases of the year? Probably. Yes, definitely. Oh, I think nice. it's, uh, I mean, I am a total sucker for his type of movies and I'm also a huge sucker for, you know, road trips in general. Like I love taking road trips. Although like, as I've gotten older, my, uh, my patience has, <laughs> has decreased. And so like my, driving long distances is kind of starting to lose its charm a little bit, but you know, not, I mean, there is still, I still love traveling, but I just, you know, 10 years ago or more, I would have been like, Oh, this is just like perfect Ryan, you know, uh, material. And I loved rewatching these movies. There's a lot of great supplements on it. You know, one thing that is incredibly frustrating that I saw on Blu-ray.com was they reviewed this box set and gave it top marks, like in picture quality and audio and everything. It's like got, you know, five stars down the line. And then for whatever reason, they took off one star from supplements and like they, they don't give any reason like why they would take off one star and you know this this box set has a book or not a book but like a, a pretty nice booklet compared to some of the other criterion you know leaflets and things that have come out like there's a lot of great supplements on these discs commentary tracks um i mean this thing is stacked and they took off a star for supplements it could have gotten a perfect score down the line and for whatever reason they didn't and it was just like i saw that and it, i felt like personally offended when they took off one star. I was like, what are you, what are you doing, man? You could have given this thing a perfect score. Well, I think we know. Yeah. It sounds like it's pretty close to perfect. I think it is. Um, let's see what else is coming out. The, the criterion UK release of La Ventura is coming out next week. Um, the Sorrentino film youth, which came out here in the States through Fox is now available or at least will be next week through studio canal in the UK. Um, I'm sure there's lots of other stuff coming out next week that I'm skipping over. Oh, minions comes out next week. Um, Oh, and gods of Egypt. (laughs) Did you see gods of Egypt? No, but I'm extremely curious, especially after hearing about his Facebook rant. I did you. Okay. So this reminds me of things like immortals or what are some of those other ones? Like, you know, kind of like 300, but like kind of, you know, maybe even like the sequel to 300 where they just got a little bit more cheesy. Um, I don't know. Like I, I haven't Clash seen the Titans. God, oh, that's a good one. That's the remake. Cla- yes. Yes. The remakes. Exactly. Uh, I hated that, that first Clash of the Titans remake, but I think I hated it because I was like such a fan of the original one when I was a kid that when I went to go see the remake, 
I was just so let down because I thought like, oh, well, they could have done this more seriously and made it an awesome movie. And, but then I, I don't think I was, you know, enjoying it for what it was. I was just kind of wanting it to be something else. Um, I, you know, and Gods of Egypt got terrible reviews. And I felt so bad for for the director. He just yeah, really he, seemed to take it hard. Yeah. Uh, Alex Proyas. Alex Proyas, yeah. He, what did he do? Like The uh, Crow and Dark City. Oh, Dark City, exactly, yeah. Which I love. Yeah. Um, I will go see Gods of Egypt somehow. But, yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, none of the none of the trailers made it look good. Um, you know, the special effects looked bad. The story looked terrible. Uh, I mean, when the, when the reviews started coming in for that one, there, I was like, yeah, of course, this is going to get terrible <laughs> reviews. I mean, but you know, sometimes these movies, like we talk about all the time, like they kind of transcend their their badness and they they loop around to becoming so bad that they're good. Um, I don't know if that's the case here, but, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I will give it a chance. The, uh, let's see, does horse money come out next week from, uh, cinema guild? I think it might, it's got it. Yeah. Next week from cinema guild, uh, the Pedro Costa film horse money. Nice. Um, the film race is coming out next week. Is that starring the guy who maybe I'm thinking of a different movie? Never mind. I'm thinking of a different movie. Um, let's see. Anything else? Mm, the Terror. Oh, The Terror from Film Detectives coming out next week. I got a screener of that. I got to watch that before that comes out. How are those Film Detective transfers? I've actually seen a couple of views that were favorable. This is my first one, and okay. I uh, will definitely watch that soon. I got to put that on the top of my stack now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but yeah, definitely. I mean... The Road Trilogy is great. And like I said, everyone should be, if you are into vendors and you're, you know, hoping for a great box set, this is it. Um, It's too bad that stuff like this comes out, you know, in between sales. And so I'd imagine that people are going to wait until July to pick this up from Barnes & Noble. Um, But, you know, if you have the money and you are itching for it, then I would say go for it. You won't be let down. I can't wait, man. Um, all right. Well, I think from here we can wrap things up for the night. Uh, oh, Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies comes out next week. Uh, did you see this one? Uh, yeah. You did? Theater. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we uh, saw it in the theater. Yeah, it was, um, it was okay. I didn't, I mean, I'm not opposed to these types of, of things. It seemed like if you're could, in the right mood, you know, it, you could, it, you could have a, you could have a good time. Hmm. Interesting. All right, Brian, thanks for joining me tonight. Listeners, thanks for downloading the show. See you next week.